this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. You think they can lean in to a Joe Mixon game in this one? I think they can. And I definitely think if it's uh, Jake Brown, they will. If it's Joe Burrow, I don't know if they will. I think I still would, but it might just look different, like some shotgun stuff just because he doesn't love being under center. And then also under center, your play action game is the boot stuff. And you're not, you're probably not asking Joe Burrow to boot out there with the calf injury. You want him running as little as possible. You want him very 2013 Broncos, Peyton Manning of like, he doesn't really move too much. Although was that the year that he had the Tony Romo game and then uh, he faked it and nobody thought Peyton Manning was running <laughs> like the seven second 40 yard dash to the end zone. We're gonna see right now, um, but I, but but with Jake, I, I kind of want to go back to Jake Browning because, like I said, and I, I feel like we both agree, it does feel more like a Jake Browning game. And look, this podcast is gonna come out, and you guys are gonna listen to it, and then we'll get news two days that Joe Burrow is gonna play. And nothing surprises me right now when it comes to the quarterback decision. But right now, I'm leaning towards how my gut is feeling, and I, I'm okay with it to be honest. I I, I know that. Joe Burrow, I would say Joe Burrow gives you the better chance of getting a win. But at the same time, it's his health for me. And it's still extremely important. It is a long season. You do not want to go to 0-3. But Joe Burrow could go out there and you could still lose the game if he's not 100%. And he's not going to be 100%, even even 80-75%. Um, so I think that that's extremely important in the move that the, the Bengals coaches make. But sticking with Jake Browning. Obviously, the topic of conversation, Brian Callahan uh, mentioned uh, a few of Jamar Chase's quotes. Jamar Chase talked about it on Monday. I feel like Brian's Brian, too honest. Brian and Jamar, a little, they're, they're, fun, they're honest, and I appreciate it. And I'm sure all the beat writers love when they get to interview both of them because they will just tell you how they're feeling. I don't really take Jamar Chase's comments as Jamar's like, give me the ball. I want the ball. Um, you know, he he likes when T. Higgins is, is getting his. And Jamar Chase will get his. Do you think this could be a Jamar Chase type of game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really do. Because, look, I feel like not the entire reason. Like, part of the reason is because this is how the Ravens play and it's easier to, you know, ISO up T, T. Higgins for all this stuff. But part of the reason had to be, like, let's get T's confidence back. He had a zero catch game and a lot of opportunities. So let's let's – Let's dial some plays up for him. Like that interception play, that was specifically dialed up for him. You know, they got him on Roquan Smith. It's just the backside safety uh, post when they thought he was going to bracket. Um, but there's other, but, you know, they got to T. Higgins multiple times on plays designed for him. I think we're going to see some design Jamar Chase plays. Now, can Jake Browning get him the ball? Well, hopefully. Can Joe Burrow do it? Yeah, I, I think that's the one part of like, Maybe the accuracy takes a little bit of a hit with the calf because I think it's his right leg, and that's what he's be using to push off. Um, not that it's that much better with the left leg, I guess, but <laughs> I do think the calf stretches a tiny bit more if I think about like pushing with that rather than stepping with it. But um, yeah, maybe the accuracy takes a slight hit, but I would trust that Joe Burrow can get him the ball. It's just one of those situations of like the the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Uh, so they're they I'm sure they want. Not, you know, Jamar Chase is, you know, being a diva or something. That's not at all what I'm saying. What no. I'm saying is that they want to build his confidence just like they did with T, where Boyd's been fine in both games. In fact, I think he was good this week, and he was fine the week before. Chase had a pretty good week one and then didn't have a good week two. So 
why don't we just, you know, let's dial up a couple of his couple of his favorite plays. Maybe it's just a go ball. I would trust that much more with Joe Burrow than I would with uh, Jake Browning, but hey, so he's out there for maybe that's what he's practicing. Um, but I would also think like I do want to see this is something I think Bengals fans are gonna come at me with pitchforks. So listen to the whole thing. Okay. I want to see a few screens for Jamar Chase, but I don't want them to be like those smoke screens, those bubble screens that are just like, let's get these guys two on two. Jamar Chase makes a play and it's something. I want to see like full wide receiver screens of offensive linemen jutting out there to try to lead the way as well. I want to get them. That's how I would like, that'd be one of my first plays. I think if that was me, throw in play action, throw it out wide and have, I think I'd run it to the left side and hopefully Orlando Brown's fast enough to get out there. <laughs> Orlando Brown, Ted Karras, and Cordell Volson sprinting out to try to lead the way along with, I don't know, Tyler Boyd or somebody or Irv Smith or, you know, somebody else out there to block the corner. That's a, so like, I don't want a ton of them, but like, I kind of want to run a real screen like that rather than some of these, like, Oh, that corner's off. Let me just throw it to chase and hopefully we pick up four yards. Those are fine sometimes, but I want to, Three of uh, feed him screens, feed him real screens. But other than that, you know, work him vertical, get him some slants, um, some other opportunities that are quick hitting, get the ball in his hands, uh, and just dial up some plays for him. When you run like a flood concept, you've got a clear out, you've got a deep out, and you have a flat, put him on the deep out. That's what the play is basically designed for. You don't really look at the clear out unless, you know, they cheated or something. The flat is just basically a check down. Get him on that one that's like this is the this is where we want to go with the ball on this concept and put Chase in that role. When it comes to uh, I mentioned, you know, kind of feeling like it's going to be Jake Browning or quarterback for me, and obviously what we have now, it's going to be Jake Browning or Joe Burrow. Will Greer, surprising news, he was at practice on Thursday, and um, he's going to be on the active roster with the Patriots. Uh, there's no protection on the practice squad, and, and obviously the Bengals could have made a decision to move him to the 53. Um, I think you know that probably would have been a, a smart decision. At the same time, this is where they're at when it comes to their, their quarterback room. I wouldn't be surprised if Trevor Simeon got a phone call yesterday, and they said, hey, you want to join us on our practice squad? There's a chance that we need to activate you to the 53 uh, because you don't want to carry. If Jake Browning's starting, you want to carry another quarterback on your roster. I think Tyler Boyd is their emergency quarterback, and nobody wants to see that. What about Vixen? Um, what about Cam Taylor Britt? There's a few options here. What about Zach Taylor, the first ever coach no, player? I, I hope we don't get to that point. I really hope we don't get to that point. But, you know, they do have a decision to make, and um, they'll probably bring another player. I think you get somebody you're familiar with. Reed Senate is another one, um, somebody who had training camp reps they brought in after the cap strain. So he was there for for a few weeks for the Cincinnati Bengals. You don't want to bring in someone who's has zero clue what the playbook is, what's going on. You have about 40 to 72 hours to learn everything just in case we need you. Um, so they're going to have to make a phone call for that. What did you think about the rear Gr Will Greer thing? Because everyone's kind of freaking out on social media, to be completely honest. <laughs> Okay, I'm not freaking out. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little, I had to log off a little bit yesterday. Yeah. People really love looking into the preseason. Like he had that one really good preseason game. And then I saw Jersey swaps of Will Greer. I'm like, this guy might never play for the team guys. <laughs> he signed to the practice squad. And then he ends up going to the Patriots. Um, I think Bengals fans might be a little high off of those preseason games. I don't think of him that different than I think of Jake Browning. I think it's kind of a liability at quarterback. 
I think that yes, they could try to go after some free agent. I think Carson Wentz is always brought up. I think Carson Wentz could work. It could also be the biggest disaster you find. Um, and it could be both in the same game. Um, he's just, he's a little too wild card for, big for what they want. And he's been that way ever since Doug Peterson, or I, well, Frank Reich left uh, Philly. It, you know, even when it was him and Doug, he started leaning into those tendencies a little bit. Um, so I'm not really into that too much, but I just think it's Browning. And they'll probably be Reed Sinet. It's most likely that they'll call up and try to be the backup. I think like it does suck that Will Greer was signed because he was easily going to be elevated for game and then going to be on the sideline getting a game check. And uh, well, I guess he will with the active roster with New England, but you know, yeah, chance to go in. He's the true backup. Uh, so I, I didn't think he, they were going to start him though. I don't know if people thought like mm-hmm. they were hiding who they were going to start because it feels to me like they keep saying Jake Brown, even when Wilbur was still on the practice squad, they kept saying Jake Brown. They did not say we, well, it could be Browning, could be Greer. And uh, we know coaches love doing that. They're like, ah, it gives us a, the five percent, the 0.003% advantage. If we hide who the quarterback is, they don't know the tendencies of Will Greer. It's like, Hey, they don't know the tendencies of Will Greer anyway. Yeah. And the thing is, I think a lot of Bengals fans are like, I feel like the Bengals are just playing a game with the Rams right now. They're trying to hide who's going to be starting. That's not what's happening. Um, right. I don't know. Coaches like lean into that when they're doing that. They're like, yeah. I think of the Cardinals earlier this year. They're like, Ooh, it's an open competition between the guy we just traded for and the guy that was the backup. Is it? 